Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with Morris Sachs. Good afternoon, Morris. How you doing today? Ah, uh, wonderful. How about yourself? I'm doing pretty good, actually. Uh, that's good to hear. You sound uh, less doom and gloom than normal. I'm happy to yeah. hear you're upbeat. Oh, uh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Great song choice. Um, party time. Yeah. Which, uh, like we always say, this is a very interesting time to be alive. Yeah. It's... Uh... There's something about that song. Um, it just always puts a smile on my face. I've had it stuck in my head since you told me you wanted me to play it yeah. at, you know, yeah. since this morning. Thank yeah. you for that. Of um, course. Uh, I got to tell you, um, I've been dying to talk to you like for days. Okay. Like there's so much stuff going on. And mm -hmm. uh, um, I don't, not only do I not know where to begin, I want to be sure I don't want to, I don't want to fuck it up because there's a lot of good stuff to talk about. But, okay, good. But before, you know, before we get going, how was your week? Um, it's been a whirlwind. Um, yeah, I blink and it's Thursday and then it's Saturday afternoon. Work is 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 slammed. I, I didn't I didn't like like I said, I, I texted you on Thursday. I said I haven't looked at the market all week. It's just been um it's been buzzing. Um yeah, Great. it's getting it's getting back to a normal feel, but I'll tell you what, I still drive by the train stations and the train stations are empty. Yeah, of course. Cause everyone wants everyone else to take public transportation. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's funny you say you didn't look at the market because I, on Friday at the close on my little, uh, spreadsheet thing, I always pop in certain closes and, um, the markets, all the markets were virtually unchanged Friday yeah. to Friday, but in, in my world, a lot went on. Uh, where do you want to start? Uh, how about we start on Monday? Okay. Okay. So Monday, uh, it was a little bit of a step back into the world of uh, Morris, Morris Sachs. Um, I had uh, the guy pick me up at home and uh, take me to the city. I had a drink with uh, our uh, fish ski bum friend. Mm -hmm. and uh, had some really uh, interesting stuff about the uh, employment data that we could talk about. And then um, Monday night, uh, I had dinner with my uh, one of my real estate partners at uh, Pastis. Ah. And, um, you know, it. it uh, I don't know whether it now is the time go, to go into this, but um, I had the... Um, I won't pronounce this exactly right, but I had the uh, confit de canard. Okay. You know, the, the duck the leg duck. rendered in fat. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I I was thinking whether to tell the story or not, but I'll start. And if you think it sucks, you can. you can. No, no. If it starts with, with duck, uh, duck confit, yeah. I mean, what could go so, wrong? So uh, remember way back when, when we did the up close and personal into the, 
the career of old chestnut. Mm-hmm. I told you I worked for like a French grain company for a brief period of time. Well, I, when I got there, I knew I wasn't going to be there. I mean, like right away, it was the round peg in the square hole, and I wasn't, I wasn't changing, and they weren't mm-hmm. changing, and, and and so, uh, pretty early on, I put out some feelers, like, uh, you know, see what else there is, and and there was this one fellow, uh, I won't mention his name, but he uh, was in Chicago at the Board of Trade, like an upstairs trader, and he worked for a trading company called Virginia Trading. Okay, which was a uh, you know it was a local firm, but they're pretty well well regarded. Anyway, uh, I got a call from him, and he was all excited. He's like, "Look, I'm going to be in New York, and you know, I hear you. You wouldn't mind having some conversations. Would you join me for dinner?" And um, you know, at that point, uh, being flattered mm-hmm. to receive the phone call and and. Um, uh, also, the thought of a free dinner in the city was, at that point, appealing. Um, so anyway, I go on and I meet the guy. And um, he uh, he picks this, you know, kind of standard high-end French restaurant in the late 80s, which was, you know, very popular back then. The heavy sauces and the, mm-hmm. the coat and tie and, you know, complete 180 from where we're at now, right? Mm-hmm. But um, uh, I forget what I ordered, but he ordered the confit de canard. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I'm like, what's that? And he says, it's duck rendered in its own fat. And I'm like, ay. <laughs> and um, anyway, so I'll tell you what. I'll let you try it. So, for, okay. And I tried it, and it was ethereal. Right. Yeah, it was I candy. Mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like I'll, I'll have yeah. a steak. Decadence. And then, and then the confit for dessert. Yeah. Right. Um, but, but why does this story resonate? And and um, once again, this has got nothing to do with current events, but fuck it. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he said something interesting to me, which, you know, like remember when Donald Rumsfeld said, said there's known knowns and there's known unknowns and mm-hmm. there's a, and and the political the 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 left wing political media said it was the dumbest thing they ever heard right. and I thought right. it was genius right okay mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so uh, this fellow says to me uh, how many ways do you think the market can go any market I said well I go up I go down I go sideways. Seems kind of like trick question, right? Where are you going and, with this? <laughs> yeah. And uh, he says the market can go five ways. I'm like, okay, I'll play. He goes, it can go sideways. It can go up a little, or it can go up a lot. It can go down a little, or it can go down a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things that stuck with me f- since I was, that had to be 1987, 1988, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, just as we look at positions and, and moves over time, I've never forgotten that. And that's one of those reasons why I don't like shorting options because you give away, when you short an option, you give away that up a lot thing. Mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think that's worth something. So anyway, that was my that was my Monday. Uh, Tuesday, I had a, a um, 
You're going to ask you, a question? Yeah. What did you get from our friend on Monday night who, you you know, you said you had dinner with our, our, our active, um, our active friend. Oh, uh, we had drinks. We talked about the mm-hmm, uh, payroll mm-hmm. statistics. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, two things. Uh, one is, and, and this kind of like hit me in the face and I, I was like, duh, you know, there are millions of people in the service industry that are unemployed. And, you know, that number as the economy opens back up is going to drop relatively quickly, right? Because we were sitting Mm -hmm. uh, at this point, he and I were having drinks at Hudson Clearwater Mm -hmm. downtown, Mm -hmm. which is a food's great. Mm -hmm. Um, But, uh, you look around and and it's dead down down mm-hmm. in the in the West Village, which mm-hmm. is, I mean, that's mm-hmm. a hubbub of activity, right? right. And the same thing when I when I went uptown, not uptown, but I went further north to the meatpacking district to Pastis. You know, the, that place typically is teeming. Yeah. Uh, you know what? When I was younger, we would call a target rich environment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, you know, the city isn't opened up yet. Yeah. And so, I mean, New York City is going to probably gobble up a million people once these things open up. And and so- uh, When's that happening? I think it's, well, so uh, I'm going to sort of answer it like this, which is, I read yesterday, remember you offered me 25 bucks an hour to, uh-huh. to come and I, I, yeah. I, I respectfully declare. Cash, cash. So- um, Apparently, I don't know which paper I saw this in, but in Indiana, okay, right now with the unemployment benefits, you're being paid $25 to stay home. Yeah. Now, right or wrong, that's the that's the calculus of the thing. Mm-hmm. And once they lose sort of the supplemental government benefits, it drops to like 17 bucks an hour. So, so when are these numbers going to come down? They're going to come down when the the, the free money yeah. stops, and and yeah, so your guess is as good as mine. But but why this is a little bit unusual is because so I'm, I'm having dinner Monday night. So Monday drinks, snowboard, ski, bum, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or uh, fish fans, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then Monday night is with my real estate partner. Mm-hmm. So we're developing an office building in Manhattan right now, which, I mean, I've, I've got like luck. Like if I didn't have bad luck, I'd have no luck at all. So we, we signed up the thing like January of 2020. Right. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you know, the food's bad and the portions are small. So yeah. So the, uh, nobody wants to run office space in New York and the price of materials is going up. So it's just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, win, win. Right. Perfect. Yep. Anyway, uh, I expressed my concern to my partner about uh, the because we haven't signed a, a construction contract yet. We're still in, in precon, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I said, I'm, you know, so and so, I'm I'm really worried about this. And he said, you know, the funny thing is that even though the material prices have gone up, the fact is nobody's building in Manhattan. So the trades are all working for less. So what that tells me is, you know, 
the plumbers don't get 25 bucks an hour. They get 50 yeah. bucks an hour. Yeah, yeah. So they're working. Yeah. And, and they know that if they don't work, they're going to lose their job. Yeah. And and uh, I, I don't know whether we use union crews or not, but certainly the union guys are going to be making even more than that. And the, their bosses are like, you know, you're working. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you have this, uh, I don't know if the word is dichotomy, but yeah. you have people within income brackets. And so, you know, you saw this thing about they're paying $50 to interview at McDonald's. Oh, I see, yeah. And given sign-in bonuses and things like that. Yeah. Sign-in bonuses. Yeah. Well, I, I, they're probably giving them fifty dollars in gift certificates. <laughs> <laughs> here's here's ten happy yeah. meals. Yeah. But anyway, uh, anyway, so so that was that was kind of Monday where yeah. I'm okay. sort of seeing this. Uh, we're going to see the unemployment rate come down. Apparently, uh, the uh, early part of my evening, the the my friend mm-hmm, explained mm-hmm. that he thinks the we're going to see some pretty high monthly inflation prints for the next couple months. He thought even maybe as high as 0.5. Okay. Uh, and, um, but to reply to a comment you've made either on air or, or via email, it, in the short run, I think these things are generally going to be transitory mm-hmm. with one exception or with, I mean, one, one thing I see that is an exception. So steel. Okay. Okay. I think that uh, with a lot of these things, lumber right now is is like it's it's a congestion, mm-hmm. right? They got plenty of wood, but they can't it's in the wrong it. places. In the wrong yep. place. Yeah, but I think the steel thing, you know, requires a lot of energy, and that most of the energy is coming from coal, and most of that stuff's done in China, and so now you got a lot of people concerned. Uh, Rightly or wrongly about global warming, this or that. No, no judgment. It's mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. they're getting their voice heard. They don't want you using coal. They don't want you using fossil fuels. But yet, you need those things to make steel. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not much with the mechanical stuff, but I think you take iron and energy, you get steel. Mm-hmm. You take iron, no energy, no steel. And you ain't making buildings without steel, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but I think what happens is, at least for the time being, and I I reserve the right to change this view later in, in our discussion because I haven't thought it through completely, but we're going to see the unemployment rate come down, which is a good thing because it will take pressure off the the shortage of labor it's like a weird thing right you've got high unemployment but the shortage of labor it's because of this situation with the government so that's going to run out eventually um i think a lot of the uh problems with the shortages of stuff are same thing it's it's the people who do the heavy lifting and make the world work are the ones that are the lower wage people Mm -hmm. and uh you know, they haven't been doing quite as much. I mean, uh, thank God uh, there's ample supplies of toilet paper. Yes. I mean, I didn't know. Uh, mm-hmm. Talk about losing sleep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so on one hand, uh, I see the unemployment problem 
coming down. And I see the logistical log jams clearing up and people return to a more normal form of life, especially or primarily in the United States, right? Because that's where mm-hmm. we live and we've, you know, arguably done a pretty good job getting people vaccinated and stuff like that. Um, so that's, you know, the things should return to normal and uh, inflation should be transitory. What I do have a hard time with uh, is that there's just, and this is a technical term, there's a shit ton of cash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I, I don't know what people are going to do with it. I mean, I mean, they've been putting it in the stock market. and Where else have they been putting it? Crypto. Go on. Where else? Could you be more specific, please? And NFTs. <laughs> I was looking for the for the name of a certain crypto that that gained a uh, hundred and forty million dollars in market cap. Oh, the the uh, yeah, Doge yes. coin. And then there was another one that was uh, passed along to us um, with oh, uh, I can't. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, you can say it's that a family one. show. If people yeah. want to look it up, you can look it up if you're into the obscure cryptos. But a certain obscure crypto raised an insane amount of money. Yeah. What was it 695% on Thursday? Uh, whatever. You know, it's like uh So that's where the money's going. That's where the money's that's going. That's where the follow the money. So <laughs> Let me uh, ask you yeah. one question. Yeah. What did your real estate partner do to allay your concerns regarding putting the building up downtown? Well, um we're basically they have this thing in construction. Uh, being an attendant to construction projects. You may have heard this term. I didn't know it. And I was, when I was in meetings, I had to go Google it because I didn't want to be the idiot. Mm-hmm. There's, it's called a GMP. Okay. Guaranteed maximum price. Okay. So what you can do is you can go to the contractor. I do not know that this is available for retail, mm-hmm. but you know, we're putting up a hundred million dollar building or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Say as a hundred, and you go to the guy and you say, uh, "I want two prices. I want an estimate, what you think it'll cost, and I want a GMP." Mm-hmm. And um, the thing about the GMP is, the contractor goes and gets insurance. So if he totally, you know, mm-hmm. screws it up, you're good. But it's probably going to cost you fifteen or twenty percent more, right? Because they won't. Mm-hmm. They want to. Well, they got to buy the insurance, and then they got to protect themselves. So I guess we're uh, four or five weeks away from getting a GMP. And so uh, for me, I'll spec. I'm I'm okay with specking mm-hmm. the New York real estate market and the the office market. What I don't want to find out is you know we commit to buying a building and you can't get rebar mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, you can't get the facade built and, the, 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 you know, that's, a, yeah. then you're dead in the water, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, and it drags on and you've got a, yeah. an eight, 24-month project that turns into 36, whatever, yeah. Well, it, it, at this point, a 24-month project that turns into 36 turns into zero. Right. Because we're like, this is yep. like the development part. We're, mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. we're the first line of defense, right? Got it, Yep. Or for those of you who trade mortgages, we're the Z piece, but that's a <laughs> that's a whole nother. <laughs> All right, so that's Monday. We've only made it to Monday. Yeah. Okay. So what happens Tuesday? Go, T- go through Tuesday. Tuesday, I 
Tuesday, I reorganized my whole schedule because I had a, an appointment at the hygienist. Okay. Dental hygienist. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Um, now I hadn't been in a year. Mm-hmm. Right. Because, uh, mm-hmm. okay. So I get there for an 1130 appointment. I get there at 1125. It's quarter to 12. So I'm mm-hmm. sitting there, 50, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I get up and I look, and the, the, the previous patient's still in the chair. Uh-huh. So I, I politely said to the receptionist, I, I'll call to reschedule, and I mm-hmm. start leaving. Mm-hmm. She's like, well, you know, your appointment's 1130. I'm like, yeah, my appointment's yeah. 1130. <laughs> I know how you do with these things. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm, I'm the nicest guy in the world as long as I get everything I want. <laughs> right. Those 15 minutes, I cannot, I, I pity that woman at the desk. <laughs> a friend of mine once said, you wait 15 minutes for a full professor. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, okay. I, I don't know what that means. So. Um, so the rest of the, the week sort of a blur. Friday night, I had dinner with a couple who live in Harrison, and uh we met them through Cheryl, through one of her organizations, and uh, they're both uh, from another country, but they both lived here like 30 years, both have college and graduate degrees from, okay. And uh, she's like a crazy cook, like crazy, mm-hmm. and uh, killer cheeseburger, Ugh, killer okay. cheeseburger. Mm-hmm. And the fellow... Uh, who I like, I'm very fond of, works for a major investment bank, and he's an economist. Uh, but he's not one of these uh, upfront, look at me, I'm Mr. Big. He's one of the guys that like do the work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we had a really good uh, um, discussion about the economy, and, and I, I learned a great deal from him. Uh, you know, he's just one of these, doesn't have to go on TV and smile mm-hmm. and say the company line, right? But he's expecting a couple of gro- a couple of quarters of very high GDP growth, like maybe like 9% or something like that, like yeah. never been that high. Okay. Well, we'll, you know, we'll see. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But when I, I kind of played the devil's advocate, which is, seems like that's the only role I ever play. Um but <laughs> yeah, but wait, there's more. I basically we agreed that the stimulus is the government stimulus is like what's causing all this growth, and so I said, well, what happens when we got to pay the money back? And I got the same answer I get from everyone, which is like, yeah, I got the shrug shoulders and the rolling the eyes and the hands mm-hmm. going in the air. And it's mm-hmm. like so, yeah, yeah. Talk talk to me in ten years. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. and then. Uh, Last night we were, went to another friend's house, and oddly enough, cheeseburgers again. Jeez, yeah, yeah. wow, boy, I cut a fat hog. Yeah, um, man, yeah. Uh, so you're out. You're back. You're fully. You're vaccinated, am, and you are back to restaurants, and you are out. Oh you're yeah, going, yeah, yeah. You're back. The whole yeah. thing, you know, yeah. okay, like good. clubbing, good, you know, yeah. two in the yeah. morning, yeah, bottles yeah. and bottles, right, the whole shooting match, right, right, amazing. Yeah, no, that's fantastic to hear. Um, and yeah. I hope more people, you know, trend towards that. Um, so, all right. So there's more optimism. So, the, so you had optimistic views from from multiple dinner parties. Is uh, yeah. is is the summary of the week basically? Well, I, I think what's happening for me, and I I really 
have convinced myself I'm in a in a, a premier situation, right? Mm-hmm, For most mm-hmm. people, I'm healthy. I don't have to worry about a roof over my head. Uh, I get to do a lot of fun things. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't have the. You know, that's one of the things when you read about getting older. Why, you know, you can still be happy when you get older. It's because, you know. I don't have to worry about, you know, raising a two-year-old or mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about how I'm going to save money for the kid's college education. I, you know, like I did my job. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. I wake up dead tomorrow, you know, <laughs> I, I get to, I get to tick the yeah. know, success. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but, you know, as you work down the food chain, I, th- I think that, you know, it, it, it should, people should start to feel better. However, okay. Uh, I still haven't reconciled, and I, I don't know that you have either, with how do we account for the six months and the, you know, $5 trillion that the government has kind of put into the system? Mm-hmm. There's there's no free lunch, right? And so uh, when you look at the stock market metrics, okay, I – I think pretty much every single one yeah. looks redonk. Okay. Right. Now, like that Buffett number. What's the Buffett no, number? Like, that's like GD, nine, stock market to GDP or whatever that it is that the red the red light's been flashing and it's ninety percent yeah, over yeah. his number. Yeah, like you said, every yeah. single metric. The uh, I, I the one I kind of thought was pretty good. Apparently, I I'm going to get this either right or backwards, but. People have put more money into the stock market in the last five months than they have in the prior 12 years. Wow. So it's either five yeah. months and 12 yeah. years or 12 months and five years. But any way you look at it, it's, it's, it's crazy. Well, uh, so yeah, People have nothing else to do with it. If you, if you were working, if you could work from home and nothing changed for you and you went home to work and you couldn't go on vacation, you refinanced your mortgage, yeah, okay, yeah. and you've been hunkered down for 18 months, you have surplus money that's sitting and you've got to either get on the phone with your broker and say, look, p- put it to work. Yeah, um, but, but where's that inflection point? Because, you know, on one hand, you got that guy and on the other hand, you got the guy that is waiting in line for the food stamps, I, I, you know, I think, you know, we live in the part of the country, and we focus on the financial market. So you're, you know, yeah. we're yeah, yeah, we're the the right side of the bell curve on that thing. So, and anyway, during the week, something else happened. That mm-hmm. a couple of things that I think, um, uh, so Uncle Joe has said he wants to change the capital gain rate and make it kind of equivalent to the income rate. And you know what? I, whatever, right? Right. Whatever. I mean, okay. you want to have a, a beer and debate, you know, yeah. labor versus capital. I, I'm just not that interested in it. Right. They want to change it to 39.6, change it to 39.6. Um, and so people were talking about that, but, um, I think people missed the more important point, and um, it deals with the estate taxes. Now, um, why is that important and not just important to rich people? 
Um, the reason is, and I, I think I mentioned this to you last week, there's this thing called the basis step up. And so what happens is, uh, well, Walmart's like, but that Walmart's a good example. It's a little complicated. Let's take a look at Jeff Bezos. Okay. Mm -hmm. He has, uh, uh, let's just say for round numbers, a hundred billion dollars worth of net worth. Okay. Round number. Let's just mm -hmm. assume yeah. that's right. Okay. Yeah. And his cost on that is zero effectively. You know, I mean, at the most it's 20 million bucks or right. I call it a hundred million bucks, yeah. but about a hundred million to 10 billion, zero. Right. 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 Okay. So when he, if he holds that stock till he dies, okay. The stock value goes from his cost, which is zero, mm -hmm. to a hundred billion dollars. Okay, then he'll pay a fifty percent um, uh, estate tax on it, right? So fifty goes to the government, fifty goes to Bezos. Okay. Once again, I hate trying to do numbers when I mm -hmm. wing it because I always mm -hmm. screw them up. Yeah, but, nah, nah, but, nah. but let's say we do the basis step up. Okay. So Bezos dies. The hundred million gets taxed at 39.6 plus the state, right? So yep. now the hundred becomes 50, right? Because mm -hmm. he pays income tax on that. Mm -hmm. Then the estate tax takes another 50%. It's gone. So he goes from dying and his uh, heirs having 50 million to him dying and them having 25 billion. Still yeah. a lot of money, but look at the order of magnitude. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So, you know, as they say at three in the morning, but wait, there's mm -hmm. more. Okay. So, as I think I also explained to you last week, there's this whole thing with real estate. It's another one of these deals where two things can happen there. There's the basis step up, and then there's this other thing called, I believe it's a 1031 like-kind exchange. Okay, These are another two things which allow wealthy people to create dynastic wealth. Did I pronounce that word correctly? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So that's one of the reasons I got into real estate because um, I got a book, NYU. I took a course online, $700 plus the book. And it's like, this is ridiculous. Like, how can this even be a yeah. thing? Right? Allowed. <laughs> yeah. And so... Uh, in fact, you know, the New York Times, when they were doing the I hate Trump thing, that's their business, no opinion mm -hmm, on mine. Mm -hmm. But they walk through this, how this whole thing works, like how a real mm -hmm. estate developer and and they were rattling and shaking and terrible, terrible, terrible. Yet it's what every real estate developer does. And it's, by the way, it's legal. Mm -hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Like yep. what, what do you mean? Like I get to shoot two free throws because right. the guy fouled me? Yeah, that's yeah. the rules, right? That's so, the rules. Yep. Okay. So if they eliminate this basis step up, that's a problem. 
Okay. Because what happens there is a lot of real estate developers, just, you sitting down, yeah. they spend more money than they have. <sighs> right? Really? You know, I, I, hard to believe, but... And so what happens is they can drive their cost below zero, yep. figuring that when the Grim Reaper comes, mm-hmm. it it gets written up to the market, and you haven't had to pay yeah. the gain on that, right? Okay. So uh, whether uh, I've convinced myself a genius uh, or that nobody is aware of this sort of thing, I'll mm-hmm. leave it to historians. They can mm-hmm. argue a thousands of years from now, but um, that's that's a big deal. So, so he only proposed it. He proposed it. Okay. He and and he's been beating this drum for a long time. That you know, yeah. that tax change is coming. Um, and the market blinked a little bit when they made the announcement on yeah, Thursday. You it, know, it just like gave it, it the gratuitous. Right. Okay. Yeah. The yeah. obligatory acknowledgement yeah, of like, the headline yeah, across like the ticker. Yeah. The cheek. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So uh-huh. uh, I, I told you, I, I, I had a cup of coffee. I'm like ready to rock here. Have you okay. had enough yet? No, 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 no. Um, no, you've always, you've always uh, talked to me about that estate tax, though. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I, you know. I, yeah, I, it concerns you. I, I just, one of the things about me is it's important for me to, number one, always make sure you put the right price on something. Mm-hmm. Not not like try to get away with it, but things have to have the right price. Mm-hmm. Okay, and secondly, uh, it's it's just very important to me to be efficient. Like I hate wasting stuff, mm-hmm. and so when I was your age, I was focused on my job, and that worked out pretty good. But when I stopped, you know, quote working, uh, I started thinking about, well, you're not going to be here forever. What what do you how mm-hmm. do you want to leave things? And Cheryl mm-hmm. and I had certain goals we wanted to achieve. So I I set my mind to the the state tax stuff. And mm-hmm. and that, you know, when someone takes fifty percent of what you have. Yep, for dying. It, or for whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like for whatever. Char- yeah. Charlie Munger says, Show me the incentives, I'll show you the behavior. Mm-hmm. Um it it you know, it's like I tell people, you you wanna get wealthy, mm-hmm. don't get divorced. Right. Yeah. Um and the other thing is try to pay as little tax as possible. Mm-hmm. So, yep. you know, um, anyway, uh, that's why I've been focused on the estate stuff. Um, so also this week, we uh, we talked about what went on. Um, well, you touched on it last week. Um, Turkey, okay? You know, I, I, I'm, I'm so happy you brought that up because I've been itching to say something. And I, I, I don't... There's, you there's, think... <laughs> You'd think that the the birthplace of civilization, all right, right, Istanbul, Turkey, like we're going back. Um, you mean the place you know, of the Ottoman Empire genocide, which we acknowledged on Friday, okay, yeah. um, as a nation, yeah, I believe. Awesome. Um, yeah, let's talk about Turkey. Can you explain to me what goes on there and why he is? How you know it's if it's not his currency. Okay, there's something something's wrong with Erdogan, right? Okay, he's a little bit of uh, of a lunatic. Like he play he he's a problem. Can we start there? Well, is he the yes. problem? Well, okay. First of all, uh, that's a name you have to be very careful with. Okay. 
Okay. Like if for whatever reason it's your your plane like goes down uh-huh. to Turkey and you survive and you're like trying to fight your way out of Turkey and Erdogan knows you spoke badly about him. Yeah. You're not getting out. Okay. Okay. All right. Um yeah. what I I I guess there are people who are very religious tend to mm-hmm. like him more and the sort of the more secular people don't care for it and 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 I only hear this secondhand but apparently you know a lot of judges mm-hmm. are in jail there under no sentences uh, and stuff yep, like that. Yep. Uh so it's it's a little bit scary. I think he cozies up to Russia mm-hmm. a bit. And, uh, you know, I've been there. Uh, I've been to Istanbul. Uh, I've been to uh, a few places around there. It's it's. I, I haven't been there recently, but it was, when I was there, it was spectacular. Yeah. It was a spectacular city. Yeah. It was really cool. Historical. Oh, my Lord. Yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you, this is from a guy that hates to travel. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I, I got to go up to Power Ridge tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let alone I'm, Turkey. <laughs> I might need to have a, right. a stiff Margalisa before. Right, you got to work yourself up to yeah. that. <laughs> but what I do, um, what I, I say I get a kick out of this, but it, I, not in the way you think. I think last week I told you in Turkey they'd go grab a dozen people or something and yeah. take them to the square and cut their hand off. Uh huh. Uh huh. they do. They they grabbed 62 60 of them. people. Oh my yep. God. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, I bet, listen, you're not going to see half of those people again. They're Can gone. you imagine? No. Yeah. Gone. So, so you, and by the way, you not only had one exchange go MIA, you now had a second one. Yep. Okay. And so this leads me, I, go ahead. You, did, you, did you read about the insurance? Did you did you read to the bottom of the article? No, tell me. You know? Tell me. All right. So, so for, for listeners that want to Google, all you have to do is Google uh, Turkey, you know, crypto exchange arrests, and that'll get you all the articles. But the last paragraph touched on the insurance policy and how whoever you know was allegedly the insurer came out with a statement saying the the exchange may have overstated their relationship with them yeah it was all you know every single red red flag was you know classic like you said but you said last week that they're gonna yeah it's gonna take a couple people literally arrested quote-unquote detained all right and i see the headline <laughs> 62 detained and the picture is the guy in handcuffs and all i could think about was you and the meat cleaver off with your hand and we're going to end this crypto nonsense you, you, real quick you saw the movie casablanca did you ever see that yeah, anyway there's a line in there he said he said we're filling out the death certificate now we're trying to decide whether he committed suicide or died trying yeah. to escape wow um, yeah the uh so I, you know, there's a word that I became aware of not that long ago, and it's important to me because, um, you know, I'm getting older, and the word is perseverate. And I know you know what it means, but for those listening, I'll save you the Google. Basically, it means, you know, continuing to talk about something in absence of new information. And why do I worry about that? Well, because I'm getting older. And people tend to repeat the same things. And and so like my, my son-in-law, who I told you walks on water in my world, I've said to him, promise me something, that when I tell you a story that I've already told you, just politely tell me you've already 
told me, don't don't feel like you got to sit through it mm-hmm, like for mm-hmm. the umpteenth time, right? Okay. So uh, with the perseverating warranty in place, I want to tell you, can I can I have five minutes on the I hate Bitcoin thing again? Oh, please. Okay. So I was doing uh, some uh, a workout on the trainer, you know, and a, a couple of them were max efforts, and and you know what it's like, like the heart rate goes up and mm-hmm. the music's jamming and you're in the zone and just powering away. And I just I I'm thinking about how I I'm just convinced. Okay, this thing is a house of cards. Now, okay, I, I've got like 15 reasons, but mm-hmm. basically, um, where where do I start on this thing? So I'm delighted you focused on the insurance comment. Okay, so um, if you look, uh, there's this thing called like uh, Bitfin, Finbit, some mm-hmm. some okay. custody. Okay, they have forty billion dollars of custody. Okay, they have two hundred and fifty million dollars worth of insurance. Okay, so but the, the, then they tell you, well, look, um, we don't, you know, that that's as really much as we can get, and if you pay extra, you we can get up to eight hundred million. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. But so, I mean, look, you had a 27 year old kid in Turkey. Okay. Takes $2 billion. The word is he's in Thailand. He could be anywhere. He's Kaiser Soze. Right. Okay. So, um, years ago, uh, and I call the guy Edward Scissorhands, but Edward Snowden working at the NSA. Okay, walks out with a computer chip in a Rubik's cube, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it, look, I, I don't know if I was twenty-one, and I thought I could grab half a yard, <laughs> and and I I like Switzerland. Mm-hmm. I, not crazy about Thailand. It's a little bizarre there for me, but. Mm-hmm. Um, you could manage Switzerland? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me and Julie Andrews? Sure. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I keep hearing from the uh, the powers that be like, this thing is impenetrable, right? Like, okay. oh, we've got it in cold storage, and, you know, if you don't agree, you are, uh, you know, you're old and... Be happy staying poor. Mm-hmm. Be happy staying yeah, poor. Yeah. Okay. So um, you can have your money on the exchange, right? And if the exchange doesn't go boom, you still got your money in the cold storage thing, right? Okay. Well, uh, so um, I think this is common knowledge, but years ago, the Israelis were able to shut down the Iranian nuclear reactors by getting a bug in their computer system, okay? And the way they went about this is they surreptitiously dropped a couple of flash drives in the parking lot. Come on. And fact check away, my man. No way. And a couple of these jugheads picked them up, 
yeah. plug the thing in to see what was on it. And then the rest is history, right? Wow. Okay. So um, basically, let's say you have your Bitcoin on your cold wallet, which mm-hmm. is basically a $4 chip, right? That's what mm-hmm. Okay. So to spend it, you got to plug it into a computer, right? Okay. So here's a couple of things that occurred to me when I was doing my intervals. And once again, I'm sure uh, Crazy Kathy and uh, Mike Nova will, will tell me why everything I said is wrong. In fact, it makes Bitcoin better, but, but here it goes. So um, a couple of things. One is, it seems to me that from what I've seen, and I just I'm I'm close as close to a non-expert as you could possibly be, but these wallets have like like twenty-five digit code, right? Okay, so your your code is A B C D F G H H blah 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 blah. Okay, so um, if I'm a Russian hacker or North Korean hacker. How about I install some malware on everybody's computer? And when it sees somebody bring up something that recognizes a blockchain address, it it hacks it. Yeah. And holds it off for ransom. Okay. Yeah. Now you could say, well, uh, I've got an incredible uh, security system, and I never do anything, and everything's you know supercalifragilistic. But mm-hmm. <clears throat> there are some people you may not know this. If you go on the internet, they have naked pictures of people. <laughs> I'm whispering because I don't want. Cheryl and Amy to her. Some people go and look at those pictures. And those websites have been known to put, you know, little cookies on your computer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, yeah. Then how else can, how else can you stop the Bitcoin? I read in the New Yorker years ago that, um, Microsoft, Facebook, all these guys, Google, they have given the NSA backdoors into into stuff. Plus, they know that the NSA has created their own backdoors that they, that the companies mm-hmm. don't know about, right? So, you know, if you decide, you know, we want to round up the usual suspects, all they got to do is call the NSA because it's like every yeah, it's there. Every bit of information that goes across the internet is now being stored. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And 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 so finally, uh, I looked um, six months ago. Bitcoin was at eight thousand. Okay, last week it was at sixty four thousand. Yeah, it went up eight times. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you play golf? Nope. Yeah. Um, th- so th- this husband and wife were playing golf the other day, mm-hmm. and the uh, the husband 
slices his drive and it goes mm-hmm. into the woods. And he walks up on it and, and there's a man standing there, a genie is standing there, and there's a broken bottle. And his golf ball hit the bottle, and the guy's the genie says, "You know, I've been locked up there for a thousand years. I, I, um, I can't thank you enough. What can I, mm-hmm. you know, how can mm-hmm. I repay you?" And the guy goes, "Ah, nothing." I, genie's like, "It's got to be something. Mm-hmm. I'd like a new car. Okay, what kind? Whatever. When you go home, it's going to be a new car in the driveway. Mm-hmm. What else can I do for you?" Uh, you know, I got some bills. He says, when you go home and your bank's going to be like hundred grand. Mm-hmm. couple other things. And the guy's like, this is amazing. I'm, I'm so glad. And the, 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 you know where I'm going with this? No, okay. no. So the, uh, so the genie says to the guy, I, I just have one favor to ask. And the guy's like, well, what, what's that? Because I've been in this bottle for a thousand years and it's been a while since I've had any female companionship. And I, I see, you know, your wife's over there. And <laughs> so the guy says, well, I, I'll ask. And he tells the wife, we got the new car and all the money. And and, and it just, come on, five minutes. So <laughs> the wife's like, all right, rolls her eyes, all right. So she goes over and spends the five minutes with the genie. And genie takes care of his business. And um, he says, I got to ask you a question. Yeah? How old's your husband? Well, he's 50. Oh, why do you ask? So he's 50 and he still believes in genies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yep. it was it was 8,000 and mm-hmm. it went to 64,000 and it's going to 500,000. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a bump on it's just a bump on the way to 500,000. Yeah. Okay, that's what yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. So, I don't know. Anyway, I, you think I could do a tight 10 minutes? You think I could do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I got another golf joke. I, I, only if you want it. You don't, no? Too much? No, no. Go ahead. No, <laughs> okay. I'm going to – I'll be quick. So husband and wife are teeing off. And the wife – let me make sure I get this right. The wife shanks her drive. Mm-hmm. It hits like the T marker, and it ricochets, hits her husband right in the head, and knocks him out. Mm-hmm. They rush the guy to the hospital, and they do all these tests, and they come out, and uh, I said, uh, "Mrs. Jones, good news, uh, we've saved your husband's life. Uh, we were able to do brain surgery, stop the bleeding, but I have a question for you. We did." Uh, an MRI initially in a CAT scan, and we noticed there was a golf ball in his rectum. <laughs> she says, oh, I can explain that. That was my mulligan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. You That's why I don't golf. You know what they say, <laughs> never miss a Sunday podcast. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, well, no, I'm glad that we had some um, some bright optimism. Um, yeah. You got a chance to yeah. you got a chance to bash Bitcoin. Um, yeah. What are we looking at this week? Anything? Um, you know, um, you had asked me that and mm-hmm. last week, and I forgot to bring up something looking backwards, but you know, there was a, uh, 
a 20 year auction last week, a 20 year bond auction. And, uh, even though, uh, they had cheapened them up a bit, um, there was very good demand for that. So I think, uh, I think that, uh, it's still like we ended last week's show, which is, you know, I, I think we're kind of marking time till we see whether the M2 growth inflation uh, takes hold, whether it's the Lacey Hunt thing. I'm not sure where we stand with, like, the infrastructure package. Um, you talked about M1. I sent you that article about them not posting those numbers. Yeah, I I didn't really focus much on that. Um, okay. You know, it, but that number still matters. Well, uh, you know, it it does until it does, and then it's everything, right? I mean, it's we mentioned, and I know you did a little homework. The the notion of velocity of money. Mm-hmm. If people start spending the money, uh, and they continue to spend money, yeah, we're going to get inflation. But, um, you know, I, I just kind of realized there was something in here, if I can kind of not go senior moment on you, but um, I, I think would be worth talking about. If you can just uh, give me a second, I've sort of lost my train of thought. Um, you know, talking about the velocity of money. Mm-hmm. Um. M1 growth. Right. If people spend the money. Yeah, I know as I know as soon as we hang the up. The inflation. I'm going um, to remember I'm going to remember it, but um I think that uh What about your economist that you wanted to the the quote that you sent me about Ah, Rudiger Dornbush. Yes. He was a MIT professor mm-hmm. I spoke to once or twice and uh he had a great quote which was in economics things take much longer to happen than you think. And when they happen, they happen much more quickly than you can possibly believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I thought uh, uh, it was worth mentioning it because we're in one of these times where, you know, we're waiting and we're waiting and it's, the, you know, the outcome of this thing seems to take forever. But once it goes, it's it's going to be, you know, lightning. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, I, you know, I spoke to him back in the nineties when I was doing a lot in Italy. Uh, he was, was pretty good at that stuff. So, um, yeah. All right. Yeah. So how do they measure inflation when it's happening right in front of you? All right. So I feel like you can look back and you can measure inflation. You can say, okay, look from 2000 to 2005 inflation was this, but while it's happening and they're trying to gauge it on a, yeah. let's look at this month basis. These, the thing to appreciate with these inflation numbers, it, it they're really hard to make heads or tails of because let's say um, your iPad uh, goes the cost goes from a thousand to eleven hundred, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden it does five more things. Right, they're going to say that that's zero inflation, mm-hmm. hypothetically, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, so I think the best way to kind of measure it for your own purposes is what do you see in your what do you see in your daily life, right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, 
Um, I mean, gas, yeah, real estate, lumber, gas. Yeah. The real estate stuffs is continues to blow my mind. I mean, now even New York real estate yeah. is going up. I, I, uh, FaceTimed with a, a friend, uh, earlier in the week, two years ago, he was debating whether to buy a, a townhouse in the West village. And we had a lovely dinner and I said, you know, it's your home, you know, as long as you feel like it's not going to put you over a barrel, you're going to, that's where you're going to raise your family. And, and so he buys it. He tells me last week, he got a call from the broker offer basically double what he paid for it two years ago. Wow. Yeah. Now this is New York city where mm-hmm. it's like, who, what's going on? Like, you know, mm-hmm. some stuff, you know, has collapsed in value. I mean, so, so we're really getting into a very, uh, um, specific, you know, yeah. everything has got its own story, which is why in the markets, you know, uh, they say it's not a stock market. It's a market of stocks. Yep. Right. And uh, so yep. we'll see. I, I am, uh, I know we're out of time. I, I am disappointed because there was a thought in there that I thought was pretty good. And I, I Go ahead. To, take five no, minutes. I, Who cares? I, uh, it's all right. Um, um, I'll write inside, it down. Inside baseball cast at gmail.com. That's inside baseball cast at gmail.com um, for anyone that wants to email us more questions. Yeah. So, so and by the way, the, um, Bob Farrell's 10 Rules of Trading. Mm-hmm. Um, Morris Sachs's rule, number one, is don't listen to anyone else's rules. But um, I remembered, uh, I think it might be like rule number seven, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's like whenever all the experts agree, something else is going to happen. And I I wrote the uh, uh, guy who claims Bob Farrell was his mentor. Mm-hmm. that a Canadian economist. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I, I listed 10 guys who were all very bullish on gold. And this was like mm-hmm. September or October mm-hmm. last year. I'm like, okay, you know, Paul Jones, uh, you know, Stanley, Stanley Druckenmuller, or um, Carol Sokoloff, Dave Rosenberg, John, uh, forget his name. Um, Jim Grant, I said, so I got 10 experts here. They all think gold's going higher. What's going to happen? And so I get a, a, a line back, like, you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm like, so, um, remember that book I insisted you read, which you now delight in the reminiscences of a stock operator. Mm-hmm. You can't tell till you bet. Mm-hmm. Right. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's the thing with economists. Like, mm-hmm. draw their knowledge from the analysis of the information. Don't rely on their view on how the information is going to affect the markets. That's the difference, right? That's the, that's the art of being a trader, Right. I mean, to me, it's all about spending the time looking for asymmetrical trades. What do I mean by asymmetrical? Let's just keep it simple. 
if I find a trade that if the market goes my way, I make three. And if the market goes sideways, I break even. And if it goes the wrong way, I lose one. Home run. That's yep. what I'm all about. And, you know, if it's flipping quarters, I don't care. It's mm-hmm. To me, it's just about our craft is finding good risk-reward trades. And an economist's job is to see what's going on and explain to you what's going on in the economy. But, you know, let's know what our roles are. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Anyway. Um, By the way, I'm going to make a prediction here. There's going to be a Halloween run, and there's going to be a New Year's run. There's going to be a Halloween run in Las Vegas. And one and a New Year's run at Madison Square Garden, and we're going. Do you think summer goes off without a hitch? I do. I I think so. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where can I get a can I get a location for Halloween? Yeah, Las Vegas. Vegas. They're gonna do Vegas. Dude, I got it all teed up. I'm telling you, we're gonna love it. You're gonna. You just jinx it. No, no, I don't know. But you just need to get clearance from Amy because you're gonna be gone for three days. Yeah. Okay. Can we play craps while we're out there so I can learn the system? Sure. But, you know, like for 20 minutes. Okay. But yeah, 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 that's fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Deal. All right, bud. All right, pal. I'll talk to you next week. Have a great day. Take care. All right, buddy. Bye.